0: Hi and welcome to Waste It Takes episode one hundred and twenty-four, the Fiat one hundred and twenty-four
1: episode. My brother's birthday. Oh yeah.
0: Shout out It's Connor's birthday episode. That's what we'll go with. Connor's birthday episode. Happy birthday, Connor, in se- uh seven
1: Maybe months. Eight, seven yeah. months?
0: Seven months. Um I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Cam, and Dylan. How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Alright. Let's get into it. Um, Winners, losers? I have none. Um, Haven't been too many playoff takes, I think. Maybe John Morant, next Kobe, loser, can't play in the playoffs, gets hurt. Tucker, any response? Or Cam. Or no, Tucker. uh, John Morant didn't play in the playoffs, got hurt, not Kobe. Maybe not Kobe.
1: Maybe not Kobe. Maybe not Kobe. Bruins, yeah.
0: Bruins Oof. lost, so that's a loser.
2: Panthers he, lost.
0: Panthers are Panthers are he losing.
2: Won. Yeah, but
0: we don't really have any takes attached to that. The only thing we could say is the Panthers. That's the only I think the only winner in both of these playoffs that's been declared. Yeah. Or no, Tucker, you picked the Celtics to win the championship, didn't you? Yes, sir. I think you made a take about that. So, well, not a loser yet, but we're well, we're on our way. Uh-huh.
3: I'm not saying winner, but uh, the over-under for uh, NFL wins this year, the, I think the highest over right now is Cowboys at
2: 10.5.
0: There you go. Vegas is the line Vegas is, right is right in step with Dylan. Um, in terms of our poll, big winner this week by a landslide, 60% of the vote to me. Giannis a, officially a, overrated. Five
2: votes. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, I didn't vote.
0: That I, need- <laughs> I literally I told you it was out. Like I'm not I don't feel <laughs> sorry for you. I told you I put it up. I don't remember hearing
3: hearing that. I have received it. It's I late.
0: Pull up at 1 PM. Plenty of time.
2: When? Yesterday?
0: Today. Today. Same day of the pod,
2: as always. I sent it with probably sent it with invisible ink, bro. I, I think sent we, it I think-
0: in the middle of Tucker's Weddle um.
2: Score.
0: Oh, then, yeah, I skip all yeah, that no, he's garbage. Not doing that
2: I just sent it. I didn't... <laughs> you know, I don't, don't know. Move. Sneaky. Yeah. I put an asterisk on it's it. It's a good strategy. It's a good... You know, I'll keep an eye out for it next time.
0: Maybe Google. I'll keep doing it. Um. Anyways, I'm the winner. Uh, Bailey Patella also probably knows more about basketball than all of us. Agrees with me. So, just want to throw that out there, too. Shout out, Bailey. Um, Tucker, you're the loser this week. You didn't get any votes, but... You, you didn't get a chance to vote.
3: So. I can't believe someone voted for me. It. It's, it's, it's great to know you got somebody out there. You
0: got a Cowboys fan listening. Maybe Linnea heard it, overheard it, and she saw it and voted for it. She um, only
3: votes unless I demand it.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so that pushes me to nine points, growing my lead. Cam's at five, Dylan's at four, Tucker's at two. Tucker, Fantastic. Tucker, since winning Ways to Taker of the Year, you've been on an epic cold streak.
1: <laughs> I I will say it doesn't help that I constantly lose points for movies. It doesn't help. <laughs> just watch the movie. At least like six or seven points to movies Just
0: put it on the background while you do something. And
1: I watched it this week. I watched it that night. There you go.
0: Um, all right, waste takes. Um, I know we're kind of struggling on waste takes. Um, not a lot to really make takes of. We just had playoff series end. We're moving into next ones. Um, but I got I got one I can go with that I don't want to give, but I'm going to give it because this is what I feel is going to happen. Uh, the Bruins obviously lost um, their playoff series against Carolina in Game 7. They honestly didn't deserve to win. They looked bad in all their losses, like really bad. Um, it was cool to see them push to 7, but it feels like the window has closed for the Bruins. Um, obviously, Tuca's gone. Chara's gone. And the guy I want to talk about is Patrice Bergeron. Therese Bergeron's contract is up. He is how old, Dylan? has got to be close to 40. Like 37-ish. 36. Let's look it up. He's in his 35 to 37 age, I would guess. Um, he's logged a lot of minutes. He's been a really, really good player. 36. Um, 36. He's been a really good player for us, obviously. One of the all-time Boston hey, Bruins. Hey, and
1: Trice Bergeron have the same birthday.
0: Hey, there you go. Uh, he wears the C on his chest, but I think... The Bruins are going to move on from him. I think they're not going to want to pay him big money for you know two more years of productivity. I think he is still productive. I think he's still a good player. I think they should hold on to him. But I think he's going, and I think he is not a coward. I, think, I don't think he's going to retire just because a team doesn't want to resign him. He said he doesn't imagine playing anywhere else in Boston, but that's all well and good until somebody else offers you some money. I think he's going home. I think he's going to the Canadiens. I think the Canadiens oh. oh. are going to bring him in. He's not going to want to retire. He's not going to have a ton of interest everywhere else. But he's going to have the opportunity to play for his childhood team. And he's not going to pass it up. They're going to offer him money. He's going to take it. Three Spurs run will be on the Montreal Canadiens next season. That's the take. Dylan?
3: Um maybe. It, uh, there's no way he, he goes to any other team and it's definitely not going to be the Canadians. That's for sure. Um, it, he's going to stay in Boston. He's going to retire as a Bruin. I think he, if he retires, I think he's going to do the opposite of like a Tom Brady. He's going to retire kind of like out of nowhere. But I feel like he could, he could possibly retire this year. Honestly, um,
0: so my mentality is here, Dylan. My thought is he's a Selke finalist, uh, which they should just rename the Bergeron Trophy at this point. Um, he's still playing at a pretty high clip, and he's a hockey guy. This was a basketball guy; I'd understand a little softer. He's a hockey guy. They're not going to want to hang up the skates right away. You know, they're not going to want to walk away while they're in the prime. They want to grind it out till they got nothing left. And I don't. I, this is all based on the fact that the Bruins won't bring him back. Which they very well very well may if he's gonna take a discount. But if he wants big money, why wouldn't he go to his childhood team?
3: As a big hockey guy, like you're saying, then it's gonna be very easy for him to not take as much money as you think he deserves. Um, he's gonna stay in Boston, his life is in the area and his family's in the area. His best friend and in- and Patrice Bergeron is not or in Brad Marchand is not going anywhere. Like there's absolutely no way that he doesn't play on the Bruins. He's gonna retire if, if, if he doesn't play.
0: There's rumors out there, man. There's rumors. Tucker?
3: There's no rumors. There he's are.
1: Built, he, he's the whole team. There are rumors. Yeah, but they're stupid. I think he stays. He retires of Bruin. As he should. And as he deserves.
0: I agree. I he does deserve it.
1: And if it's the end of it, you know, I don't think the Bruins are going to try and drop him to find a different big name. Um, so, yeah, I think they let him play out his con- the rest of his career there. And if he really loves Boston, like, if he, you know, he always wants to be Boston, I can see him being one of those guys that takes a take at the stay.
0: You're a big Belichick disciple, Tucker. What happened to getting ready to a guy two years early than two years late?
1: Oh, I don't care about hockey. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, no, the Bruins' future means little to nothing to me. So that's that's the difference. You know what? If the Bruins give him an honorable exit and they're bad for a couple years, I do not care. It makes zero impact on my life.
0: Uh, Cam, I know you probably don't have a lot of
1: input, but.
2: Um, <coughs> little to nothing. I agree with what Dylan said. Dylan, right. Hockey man.
0: All right. Um, who's next? Just to admit, just to clear, just to be clear, I didn't want to give that take. It's the only thing that was in my head. So, I hope Crystal well,
2: listen to that and have a lot to say. So we'll, we'll turn some heads. Um, I'll go. My take is one that we've given on the pod before. Um, in years past, in recent history. But it's, it's one that's got to happen. Um, the PGA Championship is coming up this weekend. And there's only one name that's going to be at the top of that list. That is Tiger Woods <laughs> winning the PGA Championship. It's the, uh, maybe there's been four Tiger Woods will win this. stakes on this. But I don't think one of them was the PGA Championship. Nope. It's a comeback. I didn't say that he would win the Masters. So it is a different take. And Tiger also just came out and said it's, it's night and day how I was, his was, leg like, is feeling.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I believe.
2: From when he was at the Masters. So I think he's got a full four rounds in him this time instead of just, you know, he had a great day on Thursday and then, you know, kind of pooped the bed after that. But I got all the faith in the world in this guy. Um, he's going to win it. He's going to win it. This isn't going to be part of my take, but I think he's going to win it by two or three strokes.
0: Well, I'm married to the take that Tiger's done after his car accident, and I'm sticking to it. He looked terrible at the Masters. I don't care how his leg feels. He's done. Hope he isn't. He's done. He's done. I've counted him out before, and he's come back and proved me wrong. So, you know, hopefully he does that again. I never <laughs> saw him winning that Masters that he won a few years ago. I had said after his cheating scandal that he was done. Now he's done. This is a bodily issue. You know, I don't blame him. He got in a car wreck. Like, shit happens. But I agree He he poop down his leg in the Masters, and I wouldn't be surprised if he poops and pees down his leg in the uh, PJ Championship. Dylan? <laughs> You're muted, bud.
2: Yep, you are. Oh, boy. Strike, that's strike one. Um,
3: Classic Dylan,
1: right, guys?
3: I'm gonna always mute.
1: This is Mike.
3: So, yeah, they're this would be another comeback. The man is a, the comeback king. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I almost think Cam, to take should be, uh, Tiger purposely gets in like career ridiculous injuries and situations just so he can come back. I think that's a good, that's a good take. Cause I'm all for this. I think Tiger's looking hot. I saw the way he was waltzing, uh, down the fairway with some other legends the other day. Um, I, I will say he's got a little bit of a hopple. Um But sometimes, you, you know, you grit your teeth, you play through it, and you become a better man on the other side. So um, I got confidence in him. I think if he says he's good, like Cam said, for the Masters, he were like, he wouldn't play if he didn't think he had a chance. Now, I don't think he said that he felt night and day, like between, you know, being – you know, not good versus good. I don't think he said anything like that. But now he's now he's now he's throwing out confidence, like yeah, oh yeah, but he I'm has fine. something to compare it. To. So to compare, you know. So uh, I think he's I uh, think he's being truthful in that. So yeah, let's go minus minus four wins it by four. four.
1: I'd love it, Tucker. I always placed a bet on Tiger. <laughs> My bet, Tiger Woods to win. <laughs> I bet seven people to win. <laughs> if you want to hear my thoughts on it, Don Ram, Colin Morikower, Xander Shopley, Wills La Brooks Gepka, Tony Finau, and Tiger woods all the winner.
0: You guys are honks. You guys are just supportive of everyone. I'm the only cynical person on this podcast. You guys are, it's all sunshines and daisies.
1: I like today, Tiger for the winner. Uh 10 to win 660. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Vegas like watch Vegas watch. knows, Vegas knows. <laughs>
1: That's, those are some good odds.
0: All right, who's next?
1: Um, I'll go. Shoot. I got some AFC East talk. Let's go. Uh, everyone's been talking about the, the Bills, how good the Bills are going to be. Everyone's talking about how good the Dolphins are going to be now. that They have Tyreek Hill and how the, both those teams' futures look so bright. I think the biggest competition for the Patriots over the next five years in the AFCs, it's going to go back to the Jets. I'm looking at their lineup, and the team has a lot of really good young players on it. And, like, yes, it comes exclusively from them being so bad. But if you look at this roster and how good and young they are, it's better than both the Jets, I mean, the the Bills and the Dolphins. Just great new young running back in Brees Hall. Zach Wilson's still up, maybe. But then you got Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson, new wide receivers, both very good, With Corey Davis is like the veteran. Then you got guys like Elijah Barrett-Tucker and Mekki Beckton on the line. You got Mod Gardner coming in on the defense with Quentin Williams. Like, there's a lot of good young players on this team. And in terms of who I like for the future in the future the most out of those three, I like the Jets is like the team that's gonna be best of those three. I'm not gonna compare it to the Patriots because I'll always say the Patriots will be the best forever. But the Jets look scary. Not right now. They're not I'm not saying they're gonna win a championship this year, but the Jets future is brighter than both the Bills and the Dolphins.
0: Uh yeah, Tucker, based on what they had done this offseason, I was even like, ooh. They might they might they're gonna be, be
1: frisky this year. I about, don't think they're going to be like uh, competitive. I don't think they're going to be up there, but they're frisky.
0: Oh, my whole thought is like Patriots aren't going to be up there, so the Patriots and them might be competing for third place. That's that's my thought. Um, yeah, no, they've done a good job of building the team. Yes, it is a result of them sucking for so long, um, but they've got. Yeah, I you mean, know, when
1: you have like top five picks every single year, yes, you're going to have good young players. Yeah, it's kind of the-
0: so the. This kind of comes down to a couple of things. If Zach Wilson turns out to be a good player, which I, you know, he had a tough year last year, and I don't think at all that he's going to be a bad player. I think he'll turn into a solid quarterback. Um, and are you going to be able to keep these guys around and pay them? You're going to have to try to find some level of success early. They're not going to want to stick around with a losing franchise for that long is what I imagine, at least not all of them. Some of them will probably be fine, content to take money and stay. Some others may not. Um, So, yeah, I could totally see it happening. I could see them shooting back up into the top of the AFC East and being, you know, competing for a playoff spot within a couple of years. Um, But a lot of it does depend on is Zach Wilson legit or not. Um, I'd like to see them just, you know, hopefully this year they move up into the uh, middle of the round, and then they can go out and sign, um, you know, some more free agents and, you know, not worry about money as much. Huh? You'd like to see that? I'm, I'm talking from the perspective of a Jets person. No, I wouldn't. I hope they all suck. There is a chance that they all suck and they implode. This is the Jets we're talking about. So I, I would not be surprised if all these players turned out to be busts and their careers were ruined by the Jets. And Robert Sala is a big meathead, and so he's not a good head coach. Um, but no, I agree with you. They've had a great off season. They had one of the better drafts. I think I had them on my draft list. Number one. Um, so wouldn't be surprised to see it at all. Cam.
2: <sighs> I would be very surprised to see it at all because Zach Wilson is hot garbage. He's awful. I have no faith in him whatsoever. I agree with you, Tucker. Um, offense blind is good. Coming along at least. Um, they got another good running back or another running back to add to the backfield, so they have another weapon, James Williams, or was it Garrison Garrett Wilson? Pretty good. With the draft? wide receiver?
0: Maurice, oh, uh, uh,
2: uh, Wilson. Garrett? Yeah. Garrett Wilson. Okay, that's a better one. He's going to be good. I think uh, Elijah Moore that they drafted last year, they have a crazy amount of young guys. Um, I think Zach Wilson's a big problem. I think he's too young. He's too little, rather. He looks 12 and that's just a big problem. Uh, if I was a linebacker, just looking at his face, I would have no respect whatsoever. And if you can't get respect from anyone around you, then how are you going to play in the league? So I think he's going to be gone after either this year or next year. So if they can find somebody else and definitely got a lot of time to develop players around him, then yes, I could see it. Until then, Zach Wilson needs to get off the team. Dylan? Um, I think I'm with
3: uh, Cam and Tucker here. Uh, Zach Wilson is not, seems to not be the guy. I think even with the... I didn't say that. Oh, what is it? It's Cam and Trey.
2: Trey also didn't say it.
3: I'm sorry. I'm with Cam. Alright, so, so I don't, I don't, I don't think that the additions that the Jets have made are gonna make, uh, Wilson play better. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna show even more how bad he is, he's is gonna be just as mediocre or worse, um, with the better team. So that's, that's my view that.
0: Alright, Dylan, you gotta take first. I do.
3: Um, earlier in the year, Uh, baseball here. I said that the Sox are gonna be, they're gonna win the division, the Blue Jays are gonna be not as good, blah, 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 blah. Uh, turns out not to be great right now, but, um, the Sox are starting to get on a roll here in the past week or so. Um, they've now scored, they've scored like more runs in the past seven games than any other team has this year within like in a seven game span or something um the the biggest issue with them early so far really has been their bullpen and we saw tonight actually nick Pavetta went the distance he went nine innings complete game 115 pitches to hit um out in beat the astros what like six to one um I, I'm, a lot of people are starting to count out the Sox, but I really don't think so. I think um, think I they're going to battle back the end of May and into June. And I say by the end of June, the Sox are going to be less than four games behind first. They're, current, they're currently 12 and a half games. They're going to be over 500 and they're going to be less than four. Uh, reason being is the Yankees are too hot. They're gonna. They're gonna have to calm down. They've lost only like seven games. They're gonna. Co- they're gonna calm down. Um, and the only thing. I mean, the Sox hitting wasn't great initially. But even if their hitting was as it is now, with the shitty pitching that they had before, they still would have won more games. I think. The pitching's gonna come along, the bats are gonna come along, they're gonna get alive again, and they're just gonna go on a tear and they're gonna have like a twenty and ten June and they're gonna be less than four games back.
0: Nope. Nope. Socks are done. Um I said this I think either last week or the week before. Watching them live confirmed it for me. They need their they the reason they won tonight, starting pitching, they need starting pitching like that literally every game to win. They need starting pitchers to go deep into games, hold teams to low hits, because once it goes to the bullpen, it all goes to crap. It doesn't matter if your team puts up six runs when you, the other night, I think last night, let up five home runs in one inning. You are very, very bad if you do that. Nope, Sox are done. Uh, The season is over. They still won the series, though. They won the series. Season's over. Um they'll get their wins here and there. They will push back. I totally I totally agree with you there. They will do some bull crap to get into it at the end. Um, but ultimately they're not gonna win anything this year. They will certainly not win a World Series. They most likely will not win the playoffs. I've watched as much as I haven't watched that much, but every time I do watch, they stink out loud. So um Tucker, I have a feeling you're gonna differ from me here.
1: Oh yeah, I'm a optimist. And if Dylan tells me the Red Sox are turn it around the Red Sox are turning it around I take knowledge from the people that know more than me Dylan definitely knows more than me so I believe
0: I respect that Dylan definitely knows more about baseball than everyone here um cam socks coming back the Yankees probably suck at some point
2: well I'll touch on the Yankees
0: are the Yankees too <laughs> hot cam are they too hot
2: the Yankees are good the Yankees are hot I'm not gonna say anything jinx on I don't see them getting worse. Socks. Now, pre-show, we were discussing what would be, need to happen for the Sox season to turn it around, and um, I just don't think there's there's any chance that it happens. So, I I I think they're too far down the rabbit hole, and there's really I don't. I, Dylan, didn't you say a pitcher was hitting two spot today?
0: He had he had a two two hit.
2: He uh, had a two hitter. He let up two hits today. Oh, I thought you were saying he was hitting. He was hitting second in the lineup.
0: <laughs> That'd be oh, bananas.
2: Shows how much you know about the sport. <laughs> That's why I said you guys need Bronson Arroyo back. If you're gonna have pitchers hitting. Um, Shout out well, to Josh Beckett. Josh hit Beckett there.
0: hit a couple. Of Three
2: homers for the Sox. Um, all right. Well. No, I don't think the Sox the Sox are going to come back from this one. Take your L. Um, Benatendi's been playing nice though, right? But uh, whoever Rock you guys, tra- play. not on the team anymore. I literally just said that. I said I'm whoever.
1: He's the on team Kansas is City. He is he playing to. well? He's on the Royals. He's yeah. Playing well, right now. Oh, great! That's fantastic.
2: Yeah. So, so Mookie, Benatendi. So maybe you should just stop getting ready, guys, and try to. You're do probably it. right. You're probably right. No, they don't. They don't like to. The, they don't like to sign people. But they, they sign hate, story. A
3: guy that we hate didn't.
0: spending money yeah. unless it's on positions that they don't need. So it's that's quite that's
1: ridiculous. a That's the problem.
0: Time Bloom, great greatest about. baseball generation mind of this generation. That's Bananas. Um. All right. You can't have a name like that and be a good GM. <laughs> Let's move on. We'll start with the NBA playoffs. Um. We've got our Eastern and Western Conference set right now. The Western Conference is playing, Mavs versus the Warriors. We'll talk a little bit about them in a second. We've also got the Eastern Conference matchup, which will go down in history as the Wasted Takes Eastern Conference finals. It is the three Celtics fans, maybe two and a half with Dylan, versus the Heat fan in Cam. So we had game one last night. Started off.
2: We had it happen already, didn't we?
0: We had it happen during the bubble, but the bubble was stupid. Nobody cared.
2: Well, bubble um, didn't count.
0: Bubble, I did not. I I, watched, I did actually watch that series in the bubble, but I did not. It was stupid. <laughs> bubble doesn't count. That Eastern Conference Finals championship for you guys, asterisk. Just like the Lakers. Can't say the Lakers get an asterisk if the rest of the league doesn't too. Um, started, game one started off about as well as you could want for a Celts fan. Played great defense. Went up big. Celtics just, Celtics love to just look like the best team on in the on the planet for like 20 minutes and then to turn into the worst team on the planet and let the other team back in it for the next 20 minutes. It's incredible to watch. But anyways, they were up big at half and then came out and played the worst third quarter basketball I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, obviously, coming off the Bucs series, they were riding high. We, you know, we... We can touch on it a little bit, but they came back, obviously, Game 6, Jason Tatum went off. Game 7, Grant Williams went off. They were getting their role players. They looked like a team that should win an NBA championship. They started off this game looking like a team that should win an NBA championship and then just pooed down their leg. Jason Tatum complaining to refs, just turning it over, just turned into an absolute shell. was was terrible. And Jimmy Buckets took over. And credit to the Heat because they did not give up. They made adjustments at halftime. that clearly worked. And this is going to be a good series. I had the Celtics in six. I'm going to change that to Celtics in seven. Um, but we'll get the other two Celtics fans' perspective on it uh, first, and then we'll go to the Heat fans. So, Tucker?
1: I mean, I still believe in the Celtics. It was a tough loss. I do,
0: too, uh, just to say that. I, I still believe it. I
1: mean, the biggest things was we were we didn't have Al Horford or Marcus Smart. I know they didn't have Kyle Lowry, but, I mean, at times, we were turning over the ball like crazy. It felt like we definitely needed a point guard in the game even though I wouldn't you know like Marcus Smart isn't your ideal ball handler but at least he is one that we really needed I mean I was watching in that third quarter and it was just laughable it was just I because I was working at the time so I didn't get to watch everything I turned over watched the game turn over quick basket bring it down the court turn over quick basket and that was it like it was just so quick um so i definitely think there's things to work on for the celtics but i don't i didn't watch that game and thought that we were outmatched or anything like that jimmy butler had a hell of a game i don't expect that from him every game he's not that. i don't know i just i don't have that high thoughts of jimmy butler as a scorer but um yeah i just i still feel confident in the series I'm going to agree with Trey. Probably Celtics and Seven. This feels like a scrap. Every single game is going to be a battle. So, Celtics and Seven, I think, is the right call.
0: They really, if the Celtics can just play like they did in the first half, like just work it down low, hit your threes, like they should win this series. Like, Jimmy Butler is not what um, Giannis is. He's a great player. He's not what Giannis is. He's not a giant, hulking, massive man sprinting down the lane. He's, he's more skilled, but he's not as big, you know. So, uh, Dill, your thoughts on the game?
3: I watched this. I've actually watched a lot of Celtics the last series and, and the first game of this series. Um, I think Trey, you said it right. In the first half of the game yesterday, the Celtics were getting great looks, they were getting high percentage shots. It wasn't very difficult to see that they were the better team um, and, you know, was just making it easy for themselves. Then the second half, I don't know if it was more of a defensive scheme problem by the Heat or if it was just guys not having a leader. I mean, our last series, you know, we were talking in the chat about Al Horford being a leader. I'm not the big Celtics fan here, but it seems like he, he is that guy. Maybe they missed out on that time. Maybe with him on the court that'll that that could have changed some I don't know, some calming of the nerves, you know. Um but obviously he didn't Horford didn't play and then the third quarter was abysmal. Um and then the looks their their high percentage shot rate went down. So um yeah. I mean I think the key to winning in any playoff, whatever playoff it is, is you gotta win at win an away game um, early. You can't you can't go down uh 2 So I mean you can obviously, but um, they got if they will come out and win this next game tomorrow, I think, or is it Friday? tomorrow. Um, then they're right back in it. Uh if, totally agree. if they if they if they, if they butcher the game tomorrow I think they still have a shot but I mean they're making it really hard for
0: themselves. totally agree if they, I think if they lose tomorrow it's all but all but over um, but I do think they will win tomorrow uh, well, I don't
3: think it's all but over because they go back to Boston but it's still not the great. heat
0: are a smart team they're well coached they are grinders they play great defense they're not Milwaukee they're they are they 're not the Nets they're they're a very well coached team they're Jimmy's always like bringing the heat like so I, I don't I don't I don't think you can go down O2 and come back from that but I don't know maybe you can um, Cameron you obviously being the heat fan we're pretty pleased with the second half performance um, I had said that Tyler hero who's the sixth man of the year coming off the bench was like you playing against the B squad in our cyC which we were a bunch of stiffs and then cam who actually had athletic ability. Um. so obviously you should probably be pretty happy and give us thoughts on the series
2: yeah just touch on the 0-2 thing I don't think it would be over either the Sixers tied it back up 2-2 and Celtics are a better team than the Sixers <clears throat> so um, first off I'll touch on Tucker you said that you don't see Jimmy Butler as a scorer Um, he's not Giannis right he's not going to you know Drive down the lane, dunk it over your head. What he is, average scorer, shooter. I, I'll disagree with both of those. Um He was like fifteen and twenty yesterday from the field, something crazy like that. Jason Tatum was actually playing really good defense on him too. It's going to be different with Marcus Smart. I don't think it'll be too much different, to be honest, Um because even with Tatum inside of his face hole. He was still making shots over him and Jimmy's averaging 30 in the playoffs right now. So I, I definitely think that no matter who you have matching up and Shaq said this as well, Mark, Charles Barkley was trying to explain how now that he has the defensive player that the year gonna match up on him, it's gonna be a little different. I don't think so because there wasn't any times Tatum and Jimmy were both playing the same way where the shots that they were making were not easy. Um, but I think, the, honestly, you guys just ran out of gas. First half, you were playing really well. Tatum was playing really well. But you play around him for the most part. And as soon as he kind of started to fall off, that's when the, the wheels fell off for you guys as well. Um, definitely missing Al, missing Marcus Smart. Because without them, you guys aren't too deep, which is tough. Peyton Pritchard goes out there and tries to play hero ball. Um which is kind of funny to watch, I guess. It's it is kind of
1: funny time. to watch. It's funny to watch for the other There's possessions where he plays like he's, a super, that he's the superstar uh-huh. that needs to take over. Well, the makes, crazy
0: thing is he pulls up from five feet behind the three-point line, hits it, and then he's like, well, I can't miss tonight, so I'm just going to shoot that shot yeah. four more times. Yeah,
2: yeah no, he just he checks himself.
0: Competing. No one else is touching the
3: ball. He's
2: also so short, though, that mm-hmm. he has to stand. <laughs> feet behind the to get it over and here. He reminds me a little He's bit kind of, like, like a like, young Trevor. He's not even passing. He's like, I'm taking this all for my <laughs> <days."> <laughs> he reminds me of a young Trevor Hathaway um, back in the house league <laughs> middle school days where that that man, you couldn't get head the ball. Head down dribble, head down. Yeah, yeah. no one was touching that ball except him. But mm-hmm. uh, you guys, will, I, mean, I don't want to say you'll be fine, but it'll be uh, a little more interesting when you. You got it. your guys back.
0: I think we could say this probably is going at least six. Like, the Celtics will win at least two. Right? Wouldn't you agree, Cam?
2: I mean, probably, yeah, I'd say Heat in six, Heat and seven. I would imagine it's going to go to a game seven. I That's think just so, too. That's kind of the way these things go. Um, I don't know. I know your roommate Ben Herrick is... Oh he, he wrote them off the other night.
0: He said they're done. Um the same thing's gonna happen in every game. He's he, he likes to give me flack for how much I get down on the Patriots, and I do get down more than he does, but he gets down on the Celtics. Like after game five against Milwaukee, he was like, That's it, series over, we're done. So he gets down on them. Um Alright, let's go to the Western Conference. Um I got this the Warriors winning that series. Um I got the Warriors there's a good chance. I I, I think the Celtics could match them up well um, with the type of defense they play. Um, I don't know enough about the heat to say, but I think the Warriors are probably the favorites right now on the field to win it all, in my opinion. Um, I think they win that series. The Celtics, um,
2: before the game, after that, I think the Celtics. The
0: Celtics, yeah, they were in odds, but I would say I, I like the Warriors – um in this series and then the next one i think will be a toss-up and they're just so experienced in that situation that i could see their experience helping out but anyways um they i think they win the series i don't think luke will be able to do enough to you know counteract steph clay and Draymond. um but i do want to talk about the the sons because gare game seven collapse was one of the worst things i've ever seen um they what did they score in the first half like 20 points Something like that. Something ridiculous. Like the, the craziest low number you'll ever read. 27. And what did, what were the uh, maps? 57-27. It 57-27. It
1: was 57-27. Yeah, 10. so 30 point
0: lead. I don't know what the hell happened. And now Chris Paul is like, oh, I was hurt the whole time. The Suns are kind of insufferable. Like I always kind of liked them. I rooted for them in the finals last year. But they kind of seem like they're insufferable. With Booker with his whole crap with Luka getting in his face for no reason. Um and Chris Paul just kind of being a general a-hole, but wasn't sad to see them lose. I do like Jay Crowder, but I wasn't sad to see them lose, but they were miserable. Cam, what do you think of the Suns? And what do you think of this series right now?
2: Yeah, Suns, I'll be real quick. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I don't love Devin Booker. I like Chris Paul, actually, um, but I don't like Devin Booker. I never have. I think he's got a weird-looking face. I uh, don't know. Never mind. But um, I love Luca. He just looks so happy all the time playing the game. And Devin Booker got in his face, I think it was. And he got a little mad, said a couple words as he should have. And then he just smiled it off. It's like, whatever, be with. <laughs> um, as for Warriors maps, I'm rooting for the maps heavy. And it's not even because I want to play them next, because I don't at all. Um, but I also don't want to play the Warriors. I don't have a horse in the race in that sense. Uh, but I would just love to see Luca make the ship. And the Warriors have made, made like five in a row that one stretch. So, yeah, I could do without that. Um, I think it's going to be Warriors and six. I agree. But I, I, I hope the mass. win. Dylan? Um... I don't really
3: know much about this. If I had to choose a team to root for, I would root not for Golden State. So I'm going to go with the Mavs. As for the Suns and their uh, meltdown, um, I think it's the curse of Steve Nash. Um, I think Steve Nash needs to be oh, not affiliated with the NBA before the Suns win. Again, that's curse of Steve Nash.
0: Based on what?
3: He just they, they don't win when he wasn't on the team, but he's still in the league. He's like Tom.
0: <laughs> Tucker, uh son's thoughts uh this series. Oh well, I'm
1: I'm fully with Kim, that was hilarious. Like the Devin Booker, like with all the shit he was trying to do with uh Luca and like saying like it was the Luca special when he flopped on the ground and pretended like he was hurt. And then stealing the ball from him. Like, and then Luca just takes over. And the halftime score, I'm sorry, I was wrong at first. It was 27 for the Suns, 27 points for Luka Doncic. <laughs> so, like, pretty good. Yeah, he is awesome. I mean, he's just so good. And the crazy thing about him, it's like, he's not a freak athlete. He's nothing. He's just some dude. I mean, he's tall. That's all he's got. He's just skilled. He's an awesome. Like, I just love him as a person. He was just laughing in their faces as he hit shots. Up 30 points.
0: They really just found another Dirk. They just got another white I mean,
1: he's probably like 6'7", 6'8", right?
0: I have no idea. I would say 6'. I have no idea.
1: He's not short. Like, he's not like a guard.
0: No, but he's not big either. He's mid-sized, right?
1: I mean, like, he's, uh, but my point was, like, he's completely normal outside of the fact that he's
0: tall six. for us. He's, yeah. not, he's not necessarily tall for the NBA, but he's tall as a human. Yeah, He's 6'8". Six, 6'8". Eight. Six, eight? Okay, so he's tall. Um, I, I'm six, Um, You're All right, helpers. let's best cover, uh, Tucker, who do you got in the uh, Western Conference Finals?
1: I have... Probably the Warriors. I I like the Mavs. I love them, but it's just too much talent on the Warriors right now. I don't. I think they're a better team than the Suns. They're better coach than the Suns. It's they're much harder to guard, and I feel like they just. There's too many. I mean, Steph Curry is just better than
2: anyone on the Suns by a mile.
0: All right, let's quickly cover the NHL playoffs. Obviously, you said the Bruins lost. Um the Rangers and Hurricanes are playing right now. I think they're in OT. Uh
2: we've He's got, lost. He's lost.
0: who did? Rangers lost. Rangers lost. Okay, I like that actually. Um Yep, we got the Flames up on the Oilers right now, 2-0. And uh what else do we have? We have Lightning Panthers. I like the Lightning in that series. The Battle um,
2: of the
3: Panhandle State.
0: And Blue's Avalanche. And that's it. So, in terms of the Bruins, not surprised. I thought they were done early on in the series. They did fight back, but I thought... Every time they went to Carolina, they were just miserable. I don't know what it was. They didn't even really put up a fight in Game 7. Um, went down early. Tried to make a little push to too the hot. end. Didn't happen. Too hot. Uh, it is, yeah, too hot for us. The ice was soupy. But... Um, but Hurricanes are clearly just the faster team, and that kind of ended up being the difference. Um, The Leafs blew another series, lost again, so like to see that. They are just perpetual losers. Um, No matter how good their team is, they will lose in the first or second round every single time. Um, Other than that, I don't have much. I think the Panthers will lose this round, Cam, so your take will die here. Um, Yeah, so Dylan, any thoughts on NHL at all?
3: Um. Yeah, I, I I just don't see the Bruins, you know, in a spot where they can compete for a Stanley Cup. They it's it's been this way forever, and I don't think it's going to change. We've talked about it before. They're on they're on like a downward trend, it seems. The guys are getting old, not really filling in the the spots that they need. So, um. I think they're going to be very similar forever. It's going to be. The Bruins are the Minnesota twins of the NHL. They make the playoffs and they get bounced early. Maybe second round. Um, and it's just so, like you said, it's it that's the that's the leaps too, which is, um, hilarious. I mean, the Leafs—they need to change their name to something grammatically correct before they ever win again. Um, and then on the other side in the Western Conference, um, the Avalanche are always in it. The Blues are always in it. Like Cam said earlier before the show, I see the Oilers go for a run. If I had a, if I had somebody to root for here, I'd go Oilers. Um, they 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 have stardom, but they've never been any good, really. Um, I'm rooting for them. Uh, I do not like Calgary.
0: They were good with Gretzky.
3: That is true. Um, and the Battle of Florida as well is, is exciting. So I've been watching a little bit. I'll be just kind of tuning in here and there.
0: I would but, be yeah, choosing... I'm going
3: for the Oilers.
0: Man. My team for the rest of the playoffs will be the Avalanche. I kind of like their uniforms. I like, like you know, their name. You know, my girlfriend likes Colorado. So I'm going to root for the Avalanche. Uh, Tucker, any, any hockey thoughts? No. Bruins? Sad. Dead. Bruins are dead. Won't win another cup for 10 years. Or more. Um, probably more. Probably Mars. more. 20 years. Mars Mars, <laughs> Mars, Mars Stanley Cup. Not cup. Not a... <laughs> <laughs> the Mars Stanley Cup. The they Elon Musk Cup. Medal. It'll be called the Elon Musk Cup by the time they win it. Um, Cold over there. Bruins will play well. <laughs> there is ice on Mars, so... Maybe they maybe they move to Mars. Um, Cam hockey thoughts. Panthers are on to the next round. Rangers are on to the next round.
2: Going well for you. Going oh, well. Both of them down in the series to start. Panthers. I don't know. <laughs> I forget the guy's names. I don't know players very well. But one of the best players is going to be out. Yarmir Yager. Out. You can not play for them. Um. Point, maybe, is his name? Brandon Braden, Braden Point. Braden Point. Yeah, he's out for the next game as well. It's just really, we got dealt the bad hand. I mean, you got to play an eight seed, but it's Ovechkin to start it off. You get by them, and then you got to play the reigning champs in two years in a row. I was so rooting for the Maple Leafs. That's trash. And then, I mean, the Hurricane and the Rangers are probably – I would say either one of those teams are easier than the Lightning for sure. So that's kind of tough. And the Rangers, on the other hand, um, I, I don't have much and to say. In the regular season, the Panthers were
3: 58-18-6. That is gross, especially for
2: hockey. <laughs> they scored most goals by like 40
0: Well, there's your hockey minute. Now that the Bruins are out of it, we're probably not going to have much insight. But we'll try to keep you updated. Um, Alright, let's move on to the list, guys. We're running through show a little quicker tonight. It's kind of nice. We're feeling manly. You know, we're watching a lot of sports. Feeling feeling sweaty, feeling dirty, feeling just the testosterone boiling. We're going meats, boys. We're ranking our favorite meats. Uh, Haven't done a food list in a little bit, I feel like. Um, So... Let's get right into it. My number five is going to be turkey. Now, turkey is on on Thanksgiving. You can switch up my list and bump this one to number one. Because obviously, that's the Thanksgiving food. The way it's cooked, perfect. You know, you're in the mood for it. The tryptophan puts you right to sleep. Um, But we got turkey number five for me. Don't eat it a lot outside of Thanksgiving. Um, Every once in a while, I'll have something, you know. Um, My mom likes making turkey stuff instead of beef, just because she thinks it's healthier, but uh, I don't usually partake. I usually go with the beef option she has, but, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go with turkey because pre- pretty darn good meat, but, uh, need to be in the right mood for it. Uh, Tucker, you, um, are managing a couple restaurants, so you should have some insight here.
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I did not know the list guys until this exact moment when you said turkey, um, my number five is ham. Ugh. Ham is a weird one. <laughs> but, <and> I both. <laughs> But it's hey, my, my number ass. one sandwich meat. If I'm making a sandwich, I want honey maple ham on that sandwich. It's the perfect sandwich meat. I don't regret it at all. I have it on every single sandwich I have. So ham at number
2: five. Cam. Cam. <laughs> Yeah, I know I came up with the list, but I it was a little bit of a distraction with you know, doing the whole podcast and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dog barking in the background. Number five is dog. dog. <laughs> no. Um Oh, sorry. I'm going with No, we're not doing any sort of seafood, right?
0: Seafood's meat.
2: Is seafood allowed? It's meat. I would count it.
0: It's it's an uh, often an animal.
2: Oh, this is a completely different list than I'm going. No seafood meats. All right, that's just my own personal. Take oh, on. I didn't do seafood either. I did no seafood on mine, but
0: I, I could have, have I have seafood on mine.
2: All right, I'll do a completely different list at the end for seafood while we're doing this one. I'm going with ham. Um, there we go. Cam's Camps brought this up before. He hates turkey. <laughs> Much rather than I'm not him. a turkey guy, turkey would not be on the list, I make, I make a great turkey, but Tucker's right, um, sandwich wise, it is elite, I'm a roast beef guy, or a ham guy, but ham, ham and cheese sandwiches hit different, especially if you take the time to make a grilled ham and cheese out of it, mm-hmm. lots and lots of butter, that thing needs to be soaking, um, it's unbelievable. I actually have ham and cheese in my fridge right now. I got one point three pounds of shaved ham at the grocery store the other day. So ham number five. Now
3: ham ham is not a bad choice, but um I just I I, I do like ham. I just don't I don't feel like I can put it at top five. It feels too
0: fake for me. I agree. I, I eat it on Easter and then like I'll have one or two ham sandwiches a year and that's about it.
3: Ham with turkey on a sandwich is, is great, but like ham alone I just don't love it. But anyway.
0: I don't love composites. Uh, so mean? that probably
2: quantifies my literally it, it's from a pig. It's the same as it doesn't take. it doesn't taste
3: it doesn't have the texture or taste right to be real. I don't know. I think it's just pig meat that does that. Same with bacon. Bacon's like too good. It doesn't, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, anyway, uh, for my number five, I'm going to go ribs. <laughs> straight from a straight from a pig. So um, a rack of ribs, uh, I don't care if it's from a restaurant. I don't care if it comes in one of those bags that you just stuff in the oven for 25 minutes. I don't care if it's a real one where you lather it up yourself. Um, munch down on a rack of ribs is elite. Um, You've got to rip those things off the bone. Uh, hopefully they fall off, but if they don't, you just munch on them. You don't care how dirty your hands get, save save the napkins for when you're done. Don't be the one of those guys that eats a rib, cleans their hands, uses a wet one, throws it away, grabs another rib and, and repeats. You just got to dig in, accept the fact that you're going to get uh, barbecue sauce all over your face.
0: And enjoy. So ribs number five. I'm starting to get a little worried about my list. I think I did it wrong. I did not go very specific. So I'll just preface my list with that right now. I just went meats. Um, <laughs> my number four is going to be fish. Does count as meat. Just fish? Comes off of, a, of an animal. Fish? Yeah, fish. Like, just
1: say
0: all fish. Like a white fish, okay? Like a white fish. White fish.
1: You say something. You need, like, it's not even like you're like, oh, I like cow as my number four. You just love fish.
0: Anything that comes from the ocean. Yeah, no, I'm sticking with it. Fish. Or, wow. Fish is a meat. Fable. Boom. Fish, I like a, a nice, no, no, like a cod or a flounder, you know, a nice white fish with some bread crumbs some lemon on it. I do like shrimp. Shrimp would be included. <laughs> um... I don't think a shrimp this is, is a fish. A, a shrimp, fish. shrimp is a fish. I what are you talking about?
1: Do you even know? Have you ever even had flounder? Yeah. Do you know what a definition of a fish is? Yeah,
0: it's a, a shrimp
1: subject. is not a fish. No way. No one is also right. Shrimp is not
0: fish. Is shrimp a fish? No.
1: No they way. <laughs>
0: Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It would be... I
1: like that and then immediately named it not fish. It would be... It would be sea... It would be shellfish. You're right.
0: You're right. So it's not technically a fish. It is a fish, but it's not.
1: It's not. It's no. just not.
0: All right, I'm sticking with... I'm sticking... It's
1: seafood. It's not a fish, though.
0: I'm sticking with fish. It is a... You know, the typical <laughs> swimming kind. I don't like salmon.
1: I'll say that
0: right now. <laughs>
1: You don't, like, you don't like salmon, the best one?
0: No, I like white fish. I like um, <laughs> that tuna steak I had in the cape last year was really good. I like that. I, I took that. Yep, I like that. Um, yeah, I like fish. I'm going fish. What about, what about,
1: about, about, about Rob, fish? fish? sushi guy? Not
0: the a sushi guy. I hate sushi.
2: The best part about it is he prefaced the list with, you know, I don't think I did this right. <laughs> He says fish. I'm crying.
1: (laughs) I thought he was going to be like, yeah, so I just like salmon. Like, I thought it was just going to be a type of fish at least. No, fish. I like fish.
0: I like cod. Cod's my favorite fish. But shrimp was. Shrimp is not a fish, apparently. Bi- biologically, not fish. In culinary terms, it's considered seafood along with s- shellfish and crab. Shrimp isn't considered fish.
3: I do not need to look that up to know that.
0: <laughs> Why? Well, it's it's called a shellfish, so shellfish and fish, it's the same Pretty thing. It does
1: look anything like a fish.
0: It lives in the water. It has <laughs> gills. What else quantifies a fish?
3: Not having legs. <laughs>
0: You guys are bogus. All right, who's next? <laughs> Tucker, go ahead.
1: Who's up? Tucker. I'm up. Oh, shit. Um, number four on my list is turkey. This is purely on here because of Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving turkey. I like turkey with gravy. Um, it's elite. For certain times of the year. It's not an everyday meat. It's no ham in that aspect. But Thanksgiving, all of that, turkey is a great meal.
0: Uh, Cameron.
2: <coughs> Still fighting the waterworks over here. Um, number four, we're at four? Yeah. Okay, number four, I'm going with lamb and it's not something i had often but it is very good when i do have it i like to have about several lambs racks of them um i don't really know where they come from what part of the is it ribs i don't i'm not too sure they usually come with yeah they're on racks but they don't look like regular ribs
1: where's the lamb
2: sauce (laughs) is it a hook is it a The leg leg of lamb anyway one lamb um I love lamb. A bit
0: I'll say um, I've tried lamb a couple times. Um, didn't like it. I don't know if it was just because I couldn't get over the fact it was a baby or I actually didn't like the taste. So I don't know. Dill.
3: Um, um, nothing like a nice uh, hero, gyro, gyro, whatever you want to call it, uh, with some lamb on it. That's a good pick, Cam. Uh, number four for me might be higher on everybody else's list. I'm going bacon. Uh, first want to throw bacon out there. Um, bacon in itself is not like really good to me. Like I'll, I'll eat like a piece of bacon is good, but like that's not a meal. So you, bacon, what it is, is it just enhances whatever the heck you're eating. It literally can go on anything. You put it on your burger, put it in your chicken wrap. You put it on a salad. You put it in chocolate. You put it on a cake. You put it on the street, and some homeless guy will eat it. Bacon is elite. Everybody loves bacon. People that don't are weird. Um, you even get the ones that come in the package pre-made, and you stick it in the microwave for 35 seconds, and it comes out immaculate. Uh, personally, I like to cook mine in a pot, uh, nice freshly cut from the butcher, but. Any anyway, anyhow, anywhere, bacon number four. Locking it in.
0: Um, all right. My number three is gonna be pork. Um, <laughs> 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 um so I guess this includes um I don't know what's the difference between pork and ham? Like what's the difference? We should know. Where do we differentiate <laughs> there? Is it the part of the pig?
1: Yeah, let's go with
0: that. Ham is the butt and pork is we, the... We
2: ham is pork cured. butt, pork belly, pork rind, pork sauce.
0: Bro. I like pork, dude. I like pork chops and applesauce. You ever have one ham of those? Is, really good.
3: cured. Like you just it's got a cured like turkey like you get from the deli. So,
0: so is bacon pork? No. Well, yes. Okay, so pork encompasses bacon. It encompasses pork hot dogs, which are some all of my favorite is things. All
1: pork, but not all pork is ham. There
0: you go. I like pork, not ham. Um, <laughs> so I like bacon. I like hot dogs. I like pork chops and applesauce. Uh, a pork loin, um, really good. Um, yeah, if it's for a pig, it's from a pig. It's for me, except for ham, really. So uh, if you if you guys haven't had applesauce with your pork chops, you gotta oh, get in on yeah. that. So good, but. Uh, Yeah, pork's gonna go number three for me. Like I said, I think I screwed up this list a little bit, but we're gonna ride with it. Tucker.
1: I went with pork as my number three. Hey. Pork is I like it in a lot of different aspects. I like it. I like pork belly, pulled pork, carnitas, all these different types of uses for pork. Delicious. And yeah, it's just very useful in a lot of different ways. I always like it. Um, it's like my go-to. I had a burrito spot in Boston. Had pork probably once a day there. And uh, now I eat pork belly. There's just so many good uses with pork. Pork
2: belly. A lot of fat.
0: Cameron, three.
2: Number three. <clears throat> now I'm going with bacon here. And I I originally had it higher up, but Dylan, you hit the nail on the head. It's not really a meal. It's not something like, yeah, you could eat thirteen pieces of bacon and maybe be a little bit full, but you'd also have a heart attack. Ooh, no. he's so thirsty. But <laughs> um, it's it is it just it enhances everything. I mean, you can put it. Dylan made a long list of things you can put it on: pork, you can put it on ham, put it on chicken, you can put it on. Whatever else we've said on this fish, and it'll, it'll make it better. Um, so it's more of an add-on. Uh, I remember the baking bits back in, in elementary school. Used to add them onto everything. They just had them in the salad bar. They're super fake, not real. I used to get a tray of them and I just add them into my chocolate milk, drink it sometimes. And, uh, um, so yeah, bacon, bacon's coming in at three, middle of the pack. And it's not a whole meal, but it's, it's worth it.
3: People always grab way too many of those bacon bits. Fill the tray. Way too
0: many. <laughs> um, Dell, three.
3: Oh, number three for me. <clears throat> I'm going turkey. Uh, I think I'm the last one to say turkey cam is off the list. I'm putting it higher because I have recently, since moving in with my girlfriend, have been a huge ground turkey guy. Yeah, that's my I mom. I eat ground turkey two to three times a week it's either ground turkey or chicken and i don't know why i mean like i every every type of turkey i like you know you get deli meat turkey like a sandwich fantastic the actual turkey where you like roast the turkey like for thanksgiving fantastic and now ground turkey which i really didn't I really didn't think of it as real. I was like, this isn't, this, you're not eating like a turkey burger. That's not a real burger. Like turkey meat. That that doesn't really count, but we eat it all the time. I love it. You put a little, little spice on it. It makes it even better. Um, so yeah, ground, ground turkey, turkey in general. Uh,
0: that's my number three. Um, all right. My number two is going to be horse. Just kidding. Um, Although I wish we could go back and see, like, I wish our life had stats and we could see what kind of meat we've had. Because Taco Bell probably had some horse in it. My number two is going to be chicken. Much in the vein of Sam Howell. I love my chicken. I love my chicken tenders, my chicken nuggets. Um, But chicken is just a versatile, versatile meat. Um, You can have a rotisserie chicken. You can have... uh, Somebody answer that call, please. Uh, you can have a rotisserie chicken. You can have, like I said, chicken nuggets. You can have chicken soup. Um, I've even seen it done in deli sandwiches, chicken. Um, chicken wings, obviously a big one. Chicken's just probably the most versatile meat uh, out there. Prepared so many ways. Always good. Easy to cook. Just the, one of the building blocks of life in society, I'd say, is chicken. So uh, I'm going chicken number two. Um, Tucker.
1: Number two, I have steak. Steak, great meat. It's like your go-to, like my, the only reason it's not number one is I don't have it enough. My number one, I have way more than I have steak, and there's way more times that I use it. But steak is the most delicious meat in my mind. It's just rare for me to have it. But yeah, I mean, a good steak, there's nothing that beats it. There's nothing that I'll pay more for it's just great. Like going to a nice, there's no better experience than going to a really nice steakhouse. So easily number two, steak.
0: Cameron.
2: Yeah, I got chicken. Trey, um, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with everything. It's just very versatile. But the opposite reason for you, Tucker, is it's only number two. Yes, it's very versatile. It a lot. But flavor-wise, it just doesn't be number one. Um. so we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there
0: Dylan
3: number two for me I'm going steak on, with uh, Tucker um, kind of in the same vein I don't eat it a lot I um, haven't had it in a while but I love cooking me up a good steak on the grill um, I'm the spice guy I'm the grill master and when I it's like I If I'm going to eat a steak, I, I want to cook it. I want to cook it the way I, I like it. I know the spices that I like to put on. I know which order to put stuff. Like, I am, like, way too deep into steak game. I go out to a restaurant, and there's steak on the menu. Um, I always think about ordering it. The price tag usually tell, says no, but every time I look at it, I'm like, I'm going to like that. I'm going to want it. Um, every once in a while, I do cave, and it's fantastic. Um But I just don't eat it enough, I'd say, but, uh, just so good, especially when it melts in your mouth, a little butter on top when you're
2: making it, oh.
0: Yeah, my number one is beef. (laughs) This includes steaks, this includes burgers. Um, Steak is, no doubt, the best meat there is, the best cut of meat and type of meat prepared, in my opinion. Um... Agree with Tucker uh, and Dylan. Don't get it that often because it's just too expensive. Um, but whenever I go out with my parents and there's a steak on the menu, bring me that steak. I've been a good boy. You know, I'm, I'm home visiting my family. <laughs> Let me get the steak. Um, burgers, obviously, undefeated. One of the best. Probably one of my top five favorite foods as well. Um, nothing better than a burger. Um But beef is just another versatile meat. You can make it so many ways. Throw it in some pasta sauce. You got some bolognese, you know. Um, Beef can be hot dogs, too. Like, beef's just... Tacos. Tacos. Love tacos. Um, Yeah, I just love beef. Uh, Meatballs? They make meatballs out of beef or pork? I think you do both. Tucker, you should know the answer to this. How do you make a meatball?
1: um, it can be both. a bunch of stuff all there, right yeah. well yeah, yeah so it's beef or turkey
0: yeah beef is beef is just excellent cows it are cute kind of pork but it's usually beef Cows are cute sad to see them die but you know someone's gotta do it so uh, I'm going beef number one tucker
1: number one is for me chicken uh chicken was an easy one um I have it more than anything else wasn't left chicken tenders fried chicken chicken wings there's a thousand ways to eat chicken um and all of them are great and then like and it's so versatile the fact that like you can get chicken nuggets or you can have like a really nice like chicken almondine or something like that like it's just so versatile and changes so much based on how you prepare it it's by far my favorite meat just because there's so many different ways you can use it
0: Cameron
2: So I have steak specifically, you could say beef, I guess I, I left off the burgers and stuff like that. If you compare the beef to the chicken, it's just as versatile and tastes better. So I guess beef, but this is really all about the steak. Yeah, if I could all of beef, I probably would have, but if yeah, I have yeah, no, we're, we're trying to do that. Anyway, it's all about the steak I had steak last night. Um, <laughs> I agree with you guys, if it's on the menu, it's always a little bit pricey, I, I stay away from it. But I have a cast iron at home. I got a couple steaks in the freezer still. Had some last night. Have some more for whenever I need it. Always pairs well with some good sides, usually some couscous and broccoli, maybe asparagus and rice. Um, possibly a salad on the side. You put it on the salad. You know, um, I'm a medium rare guy. I'd like to hear all your temperatures after this because that's the only answer that this should be correct for you if it's anything else I'm sure Trey's a medium. I already know he's medium or a medium well. You can just I can just I have a feeling. Steak number one, tasty. I'm a medium, medium uh, guy medium
0: rare on a steak? I'm a medium guy, you know, I like things in the middle, you know. I like to try to kinda of ride the fence in life and just kind of, you know, pick the best parts of every, you know, side and just kind of live with that. So uh medium, you know. I don't want to live on the edge. I don't want, uh, a, a um, ringworm or whatever, a, a tapeworm. So I'll get my meat cooked. Thank you. But I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. So right in the middle. Perfect. I'm like, I'm like Goldilocks, you know, not too, not too hard, not too soft. Just right.
3: Bill? Not too hard, not too soft. Just right. Okay. Um, yeah, I. First off, Cam, I'm also a medium guy. Uh, you, but it depends on what your definition of medium is because some people cook it way too much of me, and some people cook it way too less. Just give me pink. I just don't want it to be red. Just give me pink. It's fine. Um, so that's my that's my uh, steak temp. Uh, number one for me, I'm fall with Tucker. Going chicken. Uh, I eat more chicken than any other meat, uh, for sure. And, you know, you can, and any type of way that you prepare chicken, it's good. Um, and, uh, just so you know, 24 million chickens are killed each day in the U S. Uh, so that's a lot of chicken and it takes up 95% 95% of land animals raised and killed for food in the U.S. So that's a lot of chickens that we eat, and I think that's well-deserving number one.
0: Best? I agree with what Cam said, is that it's just as versatile, like, beef is just as versatile as chicken, but it tastes better. So that's why, like, I have it as number one. But I like chicken more.
3: You know, like you, you say that's beef fair. tastes better, but, like, you, you when you cook beef, it always tastes the same. But you don't, you can't like smother a steak in bourbon, in, in hot sauce, and eat wings. You know, you just, you just always, you just cook steaks like ten types of ways.
0: You're right. Um, all right, that's List Men. What a good one. Uh, contentious. Nobody liked my fish pick. I'm a little upset. But um, all right, let's move on to the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, who watched it? I did. I did. Cam, Cameron, did you watch the movie?
2: Yes, I am here. Sorry, washing my hands.
0: Um. Okay. Um. I mean, this is a classic, obviously. Crazy stuff going on with Johnny Depp IRL right now. Um. Obviously, the <coughs> trial. I'm Team Depp. Um. But I think they're both crazy that people. Anyone
1: that's team heard?
0: I think they're both crazy I don't people. I haven't talked to a single person. Yeah, I think they're both crazy people and um, these things happen, but I'm team depth based on what I've heard. Um, and I really don't care about her at all. So, But obviously this is a classic. I've watched the opening half of this movie maybe 200 times. I feel like every day in band class, whenever Mr. K wasn't <laughs> there, this was the movie that's put on. <laughs> And we would have that first hour to watch, and we'd get to the part where, you know, the pirates storm the island and capture Elizabeth. And um, then we'd have to leave and would never finish it. And the next, you know, in three weeks when Mr. Cade wasn't there again, we'd start from the beginning again for some reason. Um, But I've seen the beginning of this movie a ton. My first memory of watching this movie was it was the first movie I watched in the house that my parents currently live in when they built it. Um, The first night I slept in there, I watched this with my dad. Um, Obviously a classic. Uh, they're thinking about making more of these without Johnny Depp, I guess. And those will be trash. But, uh, I was thinking, I was trying to think back a year ago. I watched like all of them and I'm pretty sure I like this one might be number two behind dead man's chest. Cause I really like, um, that was a good one. I really like Davy Jones, but this is a good one. Obviously you've got the pirate curse, you know, kind of the twist at the end with, uh, switching up the coins and such. Um, great cast. You know, they're all really good. It's crazy that it was made so long ago because they all basically look the same now. Um, And this was kind of like the first movie based off a Disney ride. Like you see it now, like they did a Haunted Mansion movie. They did a Space Mountain movie. They did one recently, I think, too, based off a Disney ride. Um, But first one based off a Disney ride. Ride's great, but... I think this one is number two on my list for Pirates of the Caribbean and there is not many characters as good as Jack Sparrow, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven nine out of me. Uh absolute classic. Tucker?
1: Um I love this movie. I think Johnny Depp is the perfect casting for um Jack Sparrow. It was just one of those roles that was just perfect, but uh Fun fact: How old do you think Kira Knightley was when this movie? I was going to bring this 18? up. Eighteen. Is anybody else now?
0: Eighteen.
1: She was seventeen. 17. Years
0: old. That's close. You know, she was in *Phantom Menace*. She was in episode one of *Star Wars*. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, she was. She was the uh, she Padman, was Adamant, I,
0: fake Padme. She,
1: fake Padme. Yeah.
0: I still can't tell which one's which when I watch. By the way, can't tell.
1: Yeah. Oh, I couldn't it's tell at all.
3: Really. I, I thought th- it was the
1: same actress. I thought she was in. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean for the Harley Corbin was in Pirates of the Caribbean for the longest time.
0: I mean, because, I don't even think they looked at alike, but during the movie, I'm like, okay, which one's Keira Knightley? Which one's Padme? Can't tell.
1: Yeah, no, and it screwed me up so much that it screwed me up in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> um But uh, I love this movie. It's just a great movie. Dead Man's Chest is also up there, but this might be my favorite just because the original. um yeah, through and through, great movie. Eight five, eight hard eight five for me.
0: Some great gifs born of this movie. Um, that's got to be the best pirate I've ever seen. That's like I see that gif all the time. Um, Cam. Parlay. Parlay. Uh, Why's the rum gone? I've got a jar of dirt. Is a great one, but that's the next movie. <laughs>
2: I've got a jar of dirt. Did you hear him say that in the court?
0: I think so, yeah.
2: Oh my god. Um uh, this is my favorite part of the scary movie. And one, like Tucker said, it's the original. But I also just really like I mean I I like the the storyline, the soundtrack is unreal.
0: Fire. One of the best pieces of yeah. of like score ever written.
2: I don't think that's, that that dun dun is so perfect for just so good pirates. I guess I don't know what pirate music really sounds like, but that's That's, that's it what now. it sounds what live like. On. It's gonna li- it's gonna live on forever. Um, Dead man's chest is really good too. I would give that number two though. Um, that's right. That's the one where they go upside down. No, that's at that's world's the end. Last one. That's uh, oh, I don't like that at one. at world's end. Wait. Oh, okay. I know which one. Okay. Um, I also like Black Blackbeard. Um, I that's think the that's the new ones.
0: That's the fourth one, I think.
2: Yeah. Wait, what oh my god, I'm so confused.
0: So it's the, it's it's Curse of the Black Pearl, name? then Dead Ryan Man's Dutchman? Chest, they're after Davy Jones's yeah, heart.
2: Curse of the Black Pearl is the one that I'm talking about. That's but this one. Is, what's the pirate's name? Barbosa. Barbosa. Barbosa, that's a couple beats. That's that's what it was. Um I like the storyline with him. I also like that really, the two ugly uh, comedic relief characters in there. Couldn't
0: well, tell you their them. names. Couldn't tell you.
2: No clue. One of them <laughs> looks like, um, uh, it's really, really ugly. The shorter one, the really, it's gross. Parlay. Um, yeah. I got to look uh, I'll see if he's okay. Because they made him look bad in that. <laughs> uh, I, I love that movie. I'm going to go ahead and give it a... I think I think this is an
0: '84 movie. Wow, Dylan, one of your favorite movies of all time. You picked it. Score.
3: Um, yeah, I'll start off with the score: nine point two. Um, Jesus. this is my probably my favorite movie. I'd I have to say it. it's it's the best out of the three because it's the original and they don't like try to it's not too crazy. Like they have a little bit of kind of magic. obviously in there with, because of, um, the curse.
0: I like that. though. Um, I like that. Aspect but, that's,
3: of it. but that's what it, it's, it's not too insane. It's not all over the place with like the gangly, like, uh, Davy Jones and like going upside down and all this stuff with the later movies. Um, which is, I mean, it's still kind of entertaining, I guess the way they piece that all together in the, in the trilogy. Um, but nothing beats the original, and um, just that I've looked into the history of this movie a lot, too, because I, had, I did a couple projects on it in college, actually. So um, one of the things was the music. The guy who wrote the music, um, uh, it wasn't a really much of a known guy, and it's not like the music is, like, relatively difficult to play or it's like we
0: played it in band
3: out out of this world type stuff but the the tunes fit and the way that they integrated the score with the film itself every character has their own theme which is something that you like normally see out of all movies but um,
0: hey hey play that after
3: they uh they i don't know they just seem to integrate it well and um, it just stuck into people's heads, like Cam was saying. Um, and Johnny Depp, he, like, he basically fought the, the producers and the directors on, on the character. Uh, because apparently it wasn't supposed to be that kind of like weird of a guy, kind of like myst- mystique about him. Uh, he basically turned it into his own character and, it ended up working and, and like no one else would have been able to do that outside of him, I would imagine. Uh, and that was what makes the character great. Uh, the, the first scene of seeing Jack basically, uh, you know, wait in water. But but then the like real introduction where he's like the boat sinking and he's standing on the top. Um, that's just so quintessential. Like. Pirates of the Caribbean, like in a nutshell, that like three seconds of like, look at how like grandiose the main character is. Oh yeah, ship sinking. Um, so I don't know the the way they just wrote it, shot it. It's just a great movie. It's funny. It's entertaining. Um, and like you said, Trey, it stands up today. This was uh, this was the time it was made, like two thousand one. Yeah,
0: there was around a, there. Yeah, two thousand one, two thousand two. Between like 2004 2000,
3: oh, Four or five. Like 2000 to 2005, where movie um, cinematics was really, really good. Shrek. because Because CGI wasn't good enough. Oh, my mind. So they had to, it wasn't good enough to pass, so they had to do the best they can to make things look real by making things real
0: well the thing is
3: and and, and they had the money to the people they had the budget to do it and the time to do it so they could like actually like make these things look real by actually like building these sets and having way too many characters
2: like like
3: people dressed up like 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 they did with uh um Lord of the Rings is the same. that is that that time period? There's enough money to do that.
0: Well, the CGI in Part Two with Davy Jones it still holds up today, and that movie's like 15 years old too.
3: Yeah, that, that's true. But that that's it's really output. good. I'm saying 2000 and 2004. There's a second the
0: time in there. You gotta you gotta start playing Sea Thieves, dude. They have a whole Pirates of the Caribbean story. That I know, You'd I probably love would go bananas. But if you got an Xbox, it's on Xbox. But um, I don't final have score uh, eight point five, so
2: pretty high up there.
0: Um, Cam, your movie, what do you got?
2: Alright, you guys want comedy, or do you want action?
0: Whatever. <clears throat> comedy.
2: Don't care. Alright. Well, the comedy is one I just watched. The action is one I wanted to watch. But we'll go comedy. Um, we're going with We're the Millers. Oh. That is was bad weird That's a good Smith. one. You see, it's Jennifer Aniston. Um, Emma Roberts, that kid Kenny, whatever his name is. (laughs) A lot of good actors in it. A lot of good actors in it. Um, yeah, I just watched it randomly the other day, like in bed, and had some laughs, let me tell you. I've seen it like two times before that as well. Uh, but it is hilarious. Oh, um, what's his name's in it? The dude from Forks and Rec. know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman. His character is awesome, and then the funny girl from uh, Step Brothers is in it. So uh-huh. a lot of good actors, a lot of good nonsense fun. You know, scripting is pretty predictable, but it's there's some good jokes in there, and it's, uh, it's a good one. Not too long, About an hour and a half long like that. So get through it pretty quick. You want a quick laugh before bed? Um, where the billers is going to be that that uh, that time for? Me.
0: Ed Helms is in it too. Um, all right, that's our show. Ways takes episode one twenty four. Connor's birthday. Shout out Connor. Um, one time guest of the year candidate didn't win it, but um, yeah. So check us out on our socials. Stay t- locked into these playoffs, boys. We're, we're getting to the end here, and then we've got the long slog of summer um, and just baseball until uh, the NFL. But we're we're getting to the to the prime spot of the season. We're almost almost there, so Um, check us out on our socials, thanks for getting wasted with us and we will see you next week
1: bye